The Kitchen Angle Show. A Jersey native. Home of everything and anything. Your host, Mike. Hello everyone, welcome to The Kitchen Angle. I'm the host of the show, Mike. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today sh- on today's show. Uh, I tell you what, I'm doing something special for uh, f- not only for myself, but the listeners out there. Uh, I know you can't see me, uh, but uh, today I decided to take my show uh, outside on my patio. Such a nice show. Uh, not just a nice show. Where's my words today? Such a nice day. Uh, the sun is bright. Uh, blue skies. Not a cloud in the sky. I don't see any clouds in the sky today. It's a... It's a nice uh, cobalt uh, blue of what uh, some weather uh, forecasters are calling today's weather. Cobalt blue. (laughs) Nice blue skies out there. Nice, nice, nice little breeze. I don't know if you could hear the breeze in the background, but uh, it's it's a little breezy. It's not cold, but, I mean, it's in the 70s, about 75 out today in the uh, Atlanta metro area. Uh, But it's... uh, it's nice. It's got a little breeze going through, you know, and uh, it feels good. But uh, on to today's show, I talk about a lot of different things. I want to get into, um, first and foremost, I want to get into, uh, you know, what's going on around the country. Uh, you know, as, as you can tell and see that uh, some states are opening up their, uh, their states. Um, uh but some of the, you know, some of the Dems, you know, the Democrats and, you know, I'm sure other people in their states as well, too, feeling that this might be too soon to open up some states. Uh, states as Georgia and other states join them as uh, reopening their states. But, uh, you know, you know, guys, you can uh, you can criticize all you want. All you want, you know, uh, about these states opening up too soon and this and that. But guess what, folks? Uh, you know what's going to happen. You know, you keep these states closed down too much or too long. People are going to be, you know, in their homes, to, you know, ordered to stay at their homes, you know, that with the stay, stay at home orders, you know, travel only necessary. And people only allowed to be on the roads after certain, you know, certain types of hours are uh, the essential workers. Right. OK. With that being said, let's go back what I was just saying. If you keep people isolated too long, way too long, you know what's going to happen, right? You're going to get you're going to get massive riots. You're going to get people panicking more than they are now, you know, and you're going to have people going into a, a state of depression. Uh, you know, we're already seeing people going into a state of depression. Uh, the suicide rates are are, are doubling. Uh, the depression rates uh, for people that suffer, uh, you know, the uh, 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 you know, from depression and, you know, and, and all those other, uh, all those other, you know, uh, psychotic episodes with all due respect of me saying it that way, you know, the, uh, the mentality level of that is, is that, uh, is at an all time high, you know, uh, the, uh, and, 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 and it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't be that way at all. You know, uh, should have this thing should have been handled a little bit better? Yes, this thing should have been handled a lot better from the beginning. I say that 
every single time I run into somebody, you know, whether it's a friend, uh, uh, you know, a work colleague or, you know, anybody for that matter, you know, even family, you know, this thing should have been handled a lot better from the beginning, from the get go. It should, it should have, it, it should have been handled a lot better. Do I, do I blame Trump for not handling it correctly? No, I don't blame Trump. I think he's handled it to the best ability that he can handle it at. But I do blame his, 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 his government colleagues. I blame the Democrats for not taking it serious the way they should take it serious. You know, I mean, and it's, and it's affecting them. And it's affecting Democrat governors, too, across different various of different states. I mean, you look at New York City right now. You look at the New York tri-state area, New Jersey, Philly, Boston area, that whole area, all run by Democrat uh, leaders. Those states are at an all-time high with death, death rates from the coronavirus. And then they want to blame the Trump administration for not handling it correctly. Oh, our death rates are keep on rising and rising and rising and rising. Well, <laughs> I tell you right now, folks, it's, it's, it's not the president's fault that you have high death rates from this disease uh, in your state. You know, you, 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 uh, the reason why you have high death rates is because of the way you run in your state. You can't blame a president because the, pl- the president doesn't run your state. He runs the country, folks. The people that run your state are your local governments, such as your governors, your mayors, and your law enforcements and first responders. Those are the ones that should be taking responsible actions for their states, not the president. The responsibility should come from what I just mentioned, those, those type of folks, not the president. Can't blame the president for New York having high death rates. He closed the country down, international travel uh, back in, what was it, February, March? I think it was around that time frame. Yeah, close it down during that time, that time frame. There is no international travel whatsoever allowed to be in this country until it's uplifted by the president. But that's his decision on when that happens, if it, if it ever does happen. Will, it, will, will we ever see international travel in this country? I can't tell you we will because it, we're not there yet. I mean, if you want my, my opinion, opinion on it, we, we shouldn't have international travel at all for a while, okay? Because we don't know where the hell this thing came from. We're just making accusations that it came from some type of Chinese lab somewhere in China. But we don't know where it came from. I said it the other day on the show. Could it came from outer space for all I, for all I know, you know? You know we, we don't know. We don't know where this thing came from. Should it, take, should it be taken serious? Yes, it should be taken serious. But also, common sense should be also uh, practice here. You should use your common sense, folks. I keep on telling people. I don't know how much more I have to tell people this. Common sense, folks, will cure anything in this world. It really will. It's, it's the common cure for anything in this world. Common sense. It really is. Common sense will cure anything. And if you don't believe me, go walk outside. Yeah. Go do an experiment right now. Go walk outside. I guarantee you, you'll probably see about 10 or 15 people around your neighborhood wearing masks. 
or wearing rubber gloves or wearing some type of shield to protect themselves. What are you going to do? Are you going to walk up to that person and say, hey, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? How's your day going? Or are you going to walk the other direction? Not because you're being a jerk or being an idiot, uh, a rude person, but you're using common sense. You see a sick person, you walk the other direction. There you go. Bingo was his name Oh, right? <laughs> Guys, we got a lot more to say on the show, but we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, if you're out there trying to look for a new product, uh, a natural product, you want to get off uh, the strong medications, the you know the strong everything in this crazy world today we live in. Uh, look no further than HempWorks. HempWorks, what is it, it guys? It, it's a natural uh, supplement. It, it's it's healthy for your body. It's 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 through uh, the natural blend of uh, marijuana, but basically. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's crazy to say that, but HempWorks is actually legal, folks. Uh, you can buy it in stores, uh, online stores, everywhere. Uh, basically, what it is is an oil type of for, uh, formula that you can basically spread all over your body. I'm telling you what, folks, this, this stuff works like wonders. It really does. It's a tremendous product, It uh, and I'm telling you what, I use it myself uh, for things that, you know, sometimes I go through, you know, like headaches and just everyday stress levels, you know, you apply it on your forehead, boom, you, I mean, God, it's like, the, it's like a miracle, uh, uh, I call it the miracle pill, so to speak, but it's oil-based, and uh, I tell you what, guys, that, that headache goes away within pff, minutes. Uh, try HempWorks, uh, just log on to HempWorks, uh, uh, dot com. Uh, you can Google it. HempWorks. H e m p w o r x. Make sure you put the X at the end. Uh, so it's HempWorks. Google that right now, guys. I'm telling you what. There's, oh boy, uh, so many different products on their page that you can, uh, you know, you can scroll through, look at it, uh, see if it's the right product for you first. And uh, I'm telling you what, guys, this product, uh, you're gonna love it. Uh, they stand by their money too. So, uh, you know, Google HempWorks today, guys. You'll love it. Hey, guys, we're back to the show here. As you can hear in the background, I'm outside here of the uh, Kitchen Angle studio, doing it on my porch here. I decided to do it on my porch. Sometimes I go outside, you know. it's a, I do the show outside when it's a nice day. It's a, it's a nice breezy day, you know, nice little breeze going through, you know. It's such a nice day. There's birds chirping in the background. You know, I, I have the uh, the opportunity and the pleasure to live near uh, the uh, the North uh, Georgia mountains. So it's very peaceful here, and there's a lot of nature around me. I'm always surrounded by by nature. Whether it's you know you see a deer every now and then, a fox. Sometimes you hell. Sometimes you see gray wolves. Sometimes. <laughs> but but, uh, but other than that, it's it's very nice here. It's very nice. A lot of uh, green uh, scenery, you know. Everything is uh, coming back green now again, you know. From the, we didn't have a really bad, uh, bitter winter here in Georgia, but uh, you know, it's been a mild winter here, I, I guess. But uh, but now everything is starting to come back, you know, and it's you know starting to look really, really pretty here, really pretty. But today we're talking about um, we're talking about a lot of different things. We're talking about, you know, how uh, certain governors are 
wanting to blame the Trump administration for this whole COVID-19 uh, situation on how we could have handled it better. Uh, I have mixed, uh, mixed thoughts on that, you know. I, uh, but I don't want to drag my show along with that. But, uh, but you know, it's just... It's a lot of it's a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Uh, a lot of common sense should have been taking place when this whole thing, you know, started. You know, which it didn't. You know, you know, it, it doesn't. You know, you don't have to go to a. Uh, you don't have to go to Yale, or you don't have to go to a. You know, a, a five star uh, college or university to learn common sense, folks. You learn common sense from the day you're born up until you know the age you are now you know common sense uh, you learn on your on, on, on yourself you know your 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 own pace so to speak cuz uh common sense like i tell everybody will cure anything it really will you just got to practice good common sense you got to you know you got to you got to be smart about things you, you can't be stupid about things and if you're stupid about things well like my mother would say, you can't fix stupid. Because once you're stupid, you're stupid. You know, you just make poor decisions. But uh, with that being said, folks, we're going to get into other uh, other topics. Uh, reading here that, uh, that Pelosi is responding to Trump's uh, payroll tax cut demand. And her answer is, well, what do you think her answer is? Well, she said no way to it. Uh, yeah, oh boy, you should, let's, uh, read more into this story here. Nancy, uh, Crazy Pelosi, that's what I call her. I'm, I'm starting to call her now the, uh, Ice Cream Pelosi. If anybody's seen that surface, that, uh, that video that surfaced on the internet about a, probably about a week ago. Has it been a week? Yeah, looking at my, uh, my editor here next to me. Has it been a week? Doug, would it, about a week, right? Week and a half, yeah. About a week and a half, the editor says here. <laughs> oh, Doug, can't, can't count that man down. He's a he's a he's a pioneer. Of what he does, he's been doing this for Christ a long time already. But uh, yeah, Ice Cream Pelosi is responding to Trump's uh, payroll tax cut demand, and she says no way. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, responds to the president uh, threat that. Uh, that he'll block the next coronavirus uh, relief package unless co- Congress cuts payroll taxes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So 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 Donald Trump's threat that he's going to block the next coronavirus relief package un- unless Congress cuts payroll taxes. So so Trump wants payroll taxes to be cut. If they don't cut them, then he's not going to release another coronavirus uh, package because the Democrats what they want to do now is they want to. Uh, 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 propose another uh, coronavirus uh, uh, bill here. They want to uh, have another bill sent out uh, for two thousand dollars a month to every American, every uh, I guess abled working American that can work. I guess right. That's on the an average payroll uh, uh, system in America. Two thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two thousand dollars. And. Uh, I, I, I tell you, that's, you know, here's my thought on it. The 1200 or 2400 or whatever you got back in April or, you know, now last week, you know, because it ran from, what, the beginning of April up to the 
uh, beginning of last week here in May. Uh, the stimulus package, right? Everybody, everybody should have received the $1,200 if you're an individual or the $2,400 if you're married. And, you know, I think it was like, what, an extra 500 if you had kids. But everybody should have received that by now, okay? Or still receiving it still, you know? That was nice. Don't get me wrong. That, that was nice, a nice, nice uh, gesture on the uh, President of the United States to, to roll that out, to help people out, you know, for that month. Some people have been out of work for a month, two months, going on three months now. So it helped people out, you know, pay a couple bills. But let me tell you something, folks, and this is where it's going to get a little drastic here on the show. People need to realize this, and the Democrats need to realize this, that you cannot continue to print money out, okay? And you can't print money out for one purpose. You can't continue to print money out. And the government cannot expect, you know, the IRS, the Treasury, all that, to print money out. You can't. You simply can't print money from money that you don't have to begin with to print it. And you can't say, oh, by the way, here's, here's another $2,000, folks. Here's this and here's it. You're going to get $2,000 for the next, uh, you know, several months until we can figure this thing out. What the hell are you going to do to your economy? You're going to dump the economy upside down, folks. The economy is, you might as well just kiss the, uh, the American economy goodbye. I mean, if that's, if, that, if that's what you're going to do, you might as well just kiss it goodbye. I mean, seriously. I mean, don't get me wrong. An average American would be like, wow, that's, that's great. I'm getting $2,000 a month for just sitting on my, uh, my rear end, not working, sitting at the house, you know, eating bonbons, watching uh, sitcoms on uh, live television every day at my house, putting up with my kids, putting up with the husband, the wife, sitting at home, you know, haven't had a haircut in probably about two months now, you know, haven't been able to get out of my house. I mean, for at this point, folks, you can you can you can clearly tell that Americans are turning into uh, modern day cavemen and cavewomen. Really, I mean, because some some of us has been isolated in the house for oh I don't know about two three months now, right? Going on the third month, you're not allowed to leave the house unless you have to. You got to get groceries, and of course, you know you got to get fresh air every now and then because the human the human anatomy, the human body wasn't designed to be uh, isolated uh, forever. I mean, you need to go out and you need to get that, uh, that, that free vitamin D. Oh, people are going to look at me. Oh, Mike, what the hell are you talking about free? You have to pay for vitamin D. No, folks, you don't need to pay for vitamin D. You get it from the sky. It's called the mighty sun. You walk outside, you let the sun beat on your face, your body, and that's where you get vitamin D. You can't be locked in your house, folks, forever. You can't. You simply can't be locked in. Because when you're locked in, it's gonna, what is it going to do? It's going to make you go a little nutty. You know, you're probably going to sound like me right now because I'm a little heated up because of this, this, uh, this subject. But, you know, you can't be locked in, folks. And that's what the government is starting to realize. That's what, well, at least that's what uh, the Republican uh, governors are starting to realize. Because Republican governors are starting to realize that, hey, we got to open up our states little by little. And I don't open up the whole damn state all at once. Be smart about it, folks. Take correct measures. And that's what governors are doing. At least that's what red governors are doing. Republicans, they're opening up their states little by little. Because you cannot have somebody isolated inside of a house. Because that's the birth of of socialism. That's the birth of communism, folks. 
That's communism's uh, little brother, socialism. They're stepbrothers. They know each other very well. You want to look with socialism? You want to look at socialism. You can look at countries like Venezuela. You can look at countries like Cuba. Did it work for them? No, it did not work for them. They're still suffering from it. Once beautiful, flourish countries such as Venezuela. Beautiful country. Is it a beautiful country? Not right now. No, the government tells people what, what they can and cannot do. When they can take a shit, when they can go outside, when they can do this, when they can do that. Do you want that for, for your country, for America? Do you want that? Do you want your government telling you where you can and cannot go? When you can go to the supermarket to get your food? When you can go this? When you can go that? If you want to take a jog, say you like to go jogging and you like to go walking down the street, do you want your local government, such as your police uh, force, your police departments, your sheriff departments, telling you when you can and cannot uh, go down that walking trail or go through the woods to take a hike? Do you want, do you want that here in America? Because I certainly don't want that. I certainly do not want that. And we need to tell uh, old uh, ice cream Pelosi, crazy Nancy Pelosi, that she's got to stop with her crazy demands. I mean, this is getting terrible, folks. It really is. Oh, boy. It really is. It's, it's, it's getting bad little by little. But, uh, I mean, what can you do? You can't do much about it. You can't do much about it. You, all you have to do right for now is just put up with it. Put up with this crazy nonsense of a scenario. Because that's all it is, folks. Is it's, it's a crazy scenario that we're living through right now. You want my thoughts on it? This country is basically closed down for the common cold. I thought my, I thought I would never see it. Let me play for you uh, what the president said about all your plans on Sunday. Listen to this. You know, they want bailouts for the states, the Democrats, and really it's a number. Yeah, I don't blame you, Trump. I don't I don't blame you one damn bit. Let's play a little quick little soundbite. They want bailouts. They want this. They want that. Oh, yeah. The Democrats, they want bailouts. They want bailouts so bad. It's it's terrible. But then you have Pelosi taking a vacation. Oh, yeah, she's taking a vacation. Oh, boy. I, uh, I, I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand how the country is, uh, is becoming today. You know, they demand this, they demand that. But then, like I said, you had Pelosi, what, a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, maybe, uh, that did a little video from her house. Oh, yeah, showing... Uh, custom ice cream and gelatos from her $24,000 uh, uh, refrigerator in our mansion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's making a joke about it. You got to have this. You got to have that. Oh, and, and you got to have this. And yeah, $24,000 refrigerator. Probably the ice cream inside there and the gelato, the Italian gelato is probably, a, oh, I don't know. There's probably about a good couple thousand dollars worth of ice cream in her refrigerator. Making a joke about all this when you have people that are lined up out of work for two to three months, literally, out of month for two to three months, literally relying on unemployment checks if they can get it. There's still people that, that, that are still trying to uh, uh, collect unemployment. Once people that had great jobs, 40, 50, 60, 70,000, 80,000, some, some 
uh, reaching six-figure jobs. You know, they don't have those jobs anymore. Those jobs have been put on on, a, on what's called a temporary hold, so to speak. So they're literally relying on unemployment if if, if they have it, or or if they haven't had it, they're 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 trying to get their unemployment checks. But then you have then you have ice cream Pelosi, that's that's literally showing stuff from her twenty-four thousand dollar refrigerator, while you have people every damn day that are going to food kitchens, soup kitchens, food banks, get trying to get food to feed their families. Families that once made a really good living for themselves, but not now anymore because they've been placed on a temporary hold because of this whole coronavirus crap. Ugh, got me heated up, folks. It really does. Got me heated up, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh, boy. But like I said with the stimulus package, the stimulus check, will there be a second round in May of 2020? You know, we don't know that. We, 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 we don't know if there's going to be a second round. I'm reading this, uh, this article right now. The first round of the stimulus payment uh, checks uh, started being distributed uh, by the IRS in April to help millions of Americans during the outbreak. Okay. Now, we all know this. More than 80 million Americans have received their stimulus check payment of uh, $1,200 from the, uh, the IRS. Okay. Uh, and some of you know some of pe- some of the people got a little bit more depending on their uh, their family st- you know situations such as you know they're ma- if they're married or single or they have kids some of, some of us got a little bit more you know that's that's understandable you got a bigger family and you know you, your expenses are a little higher than, than the average individual okay but uh, but this came after the government approved a two trillion dollar relief package to counter this uh, this ec- uh, this economic excuse me this uh, economic uh, setback of the crisis. Okay, this was folks. I don't know if you realize this, but this was a two trillion dollar stimulus package. This big, the biggest damn package ever signed by a by by a living president. The biggest stimulus package. Oh well, Barack Obama signed the package. Uh, back in what was it, 2008, I think. But it wasn't. It was never as high as uh, what Trump signed. Trump has signed the biggest stimulus package in American history. Okay. Now there's good, there's good benefits of this package, and there's bad benefits of package. I'll talk about the good benefit uh, benefits of this package. Okay, because I got to take another break here. I'm getting a little, a little heated up on the show here because there's a lot of. A lot of topics uh, today, and a lot of topics that we face as Americans, uh, you know, uh, currently that just that's just pissing me off. It really is. It, it's just pissing me off. But uh, you know, the the good the good part of the, about this uh, benefit package is, uh, you know, it has helped uh, you know a lot of Americans here in this country. You know, it paid a, you know maybe a couple bills. You know, whether utility bill, cell phone bill, the water bill, maybe hell, it even paid your rent. You know, maybe. You're Car insurance. I mean, you know, the, the list goes on, folks. You, you get the memo, right? But here's the bad part about it. Okay, this is $2 trillion, okay? Are you going to pay for this? No. I'm not going to pay pay into this, okay? My buddy's not going to pay into this. My neighbor's, you know, definitely not going to pay into this. Oh, Mike, we got to pay into this. I, I understand we got to pay into this. But our generation, folks, and here's... Here's... Where the clause comes into it. 
our generation, folks, is not going to pay a dime into this uh, this new debt that we now have in this country. Two trillion dollars. It's a it's a pretty uh, large amount of money. Two trillion, you know. It's not a million. It's a trillion with a T. Make sure you make sure you understand that. Um, our generation's not going to pay into this at all. It's going to be our children and their children's generation that's going to pay into this two trillion. Okay, because by the time when they start working, whether you know, however, whatever age they are now, another five, ten, maybe fifteen years when they're able to work and stuff like that. You will see in your children's generation, and like I said, in their children's generation, if they decide to have kids, their taxes will rise at an historic high. And you ask yourself, why? Well, to pay for this debt, okay? To pay for this debt. You remember that old Barry Obama, right? Barack Obama, right? When he was president... He put, in his eight years of his presidential uh, uh, tenure, he put, in his presidency, 17, right, almost $18 trillion of a national debt into this country. That's a lot of damn money. $18 trillion. This is money, folks, that's just being printed, literally, by the government. We don't have a damn dime to print any of this money. But then the government just decides to print, 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 print away. You know, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like an 18 or a 19 year old child that has a, uh, a shopping uh, addiction that goes to the mall every damn weekend and goes with their friends and their buddies and just buys junk that they don't need. This is your government folks that just spends away like it's nothing. $18 trillion of debt. You know where that went, right? Went overseas. Went overseas to, you know, pay for their uh, stuff that they uh, that they absolutely desperately needed. Well, why? Well, well, you say one question: Why? Why couldn't their government uh, uh, pay for this and that? Huh? Because it's easy to manipulate a country such as the United States of America. Oh, you hit the United States of America; they'll they'll pay for anything. Uh, let's just borrow, borrow money, funny from from them. Do they ever pay us back? No, they don't pay us back at all. I mean, you look at the national debt in this country, I think we're up to like, what, $25, $26 trillion in debt? It's, 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 it's absolutely crazy. It really is. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I'm telling you right now. In a way, I'm kind of, you're going to say this is kind of crazy me saying this, but in a way, I'm kind of glad that, uh, that we're, you know, we have like a little pandemic in this country right now. I mean, I'm not glad that people are dying. You know, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's, it's sadness that you see people dying right now in this country from this thing. But in a way, it's kind of bringing us together as a country. We're becoming more united. We're becoming more uh, uh, family-oriented. You know, before this all happened, I would, oh boy, and I can say this. I would see families at the dinner table. What are they doing? They're, they're eating food and the cell phone right next to them, right on the table. Checking their social media accounts, their Twitter accounts, you know, making sure they post that current selfie of themselves on social media with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Christ, what, what am I missing any, Doug? <laughs> oh boy, you know. But this thing is bringing people more together. 
And there's people right now that's just like they're, they're making themselves go crazy because they're not used to having them, you know, their family members around them so much, you know, especially, especially parents today. The kids are around them more than they ever were, ever was. But uh, I tell you what, I'm going to go into this little brief here and then I'll, I'll move on to other things. Oh, you hear that wind in the background? It's beautiful here. It's beautiful. Anyways, I remember when I was a kid, I, uh, I, I so enjoyed, you know, uh, growing up, you know, I had a, such a healthy uh, childhood. You know, we, we didn't have uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, uh, Christ, I forgot the other ones, but I just named, uh, you know, the, what, three or four top ones that are out there today. But we didn't have all that crap that we had to, uh, that we have today. We didn't have email. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have YouTube or Hulu or Netflix or, you know, all these other streaming uh, uh, sites. We didn't have all that. I do remember having internet though as a child. I remember that because that was like what the I guess what right Doug the phase one or something like that of uh, I gotta relate to Doug. He's he's more smart here. He he knows all his. Uh, his technology. He's more into the technology than I am. But we had the internet, but I want to call it like the phase one of your internet, right? It was like you dial up internet. You remember the dial up internet where, you know, you, you know, you would get that, that sound. Everybody knows that sound, you know, you had to put the phone, the phone wire inside the, uh, you know, into the computer and it, that was dial up internet, you know, and, uh, that's how you got your internet back then. There wasn't any uh, Wi-Fi or wireless internet back then. What wireless internet? Wi-Fi? What was that? You would tell yourself, you know, back in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And oh boy, oh boy, my mother would, would know when I was on the internet. Because, you know, when my mother would try to call the house, the house line, and then you ask yourself, what the hell's a house line? What's that? And then there, was no, there, wasn't, there wasn't any uh, cell phones back in the day. We didn't have cell phones back in the day. You know, when my mother tried calling the house, she'd get a busy tone. And she knew I was on the internet when you got the busy tone because it was, you know, it was connected to the phone wire. That's how you got your internet. And uh, believe it or not, folks, we had to pay for our internet back then. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap at all. But, uh, but I'm so glad that I, you know, I, I, I grew up in the, in the 80s and 90s. You know, I had... I think that was probably the most peaceful uh, generations then. I'm sure the 70s and 60s were nice too, but, you know, I, I can't relate because I wasn't born in the 60s or 70s. I didn't, my childhood, you know, was in the 80s and 90s. But uh, I, I, I don't know how I'd, I would react to being born in the 2000s and growing up, you know, in the 2000s. Because these kids today, these kids today, they, they don't realize how, how good they have it. I mean, seriously, when you think about it, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, you know, social media, they have all this stuff, all this stuff, laptops, tablets, all this crap that they have today didn't exist in my childhood. You know, we actually, we interacted. In my childhood, we went outside, we played with our friends, you know, my mother would, would allow us to do that. 
You know, my mother didn't have to worry about nut jobs in the neighborhood, you know, and all this crap. My mother knew every every neighbor in, on the block. Every, every neighbor on the block, she knew where we were. She didn't have a problem. You didn't have a problem then. But I tell you what, when that streetlight came on, you better get your ass home. Oh boy, or you, oh, oh boy. You would have hell to pay if you didn't. If you weren't home at, at a certain uh, time, if you weren't home at 5 o'clock, I tell you right now, 5 o'clock, if you weren't home, by dinner time, oh boy, I, I, I would be grounded. No going outside with my friends, I'd, I'd be sent right to my room. But these kids today, they don't, they, don't have, they, don't, they don't understand how good they have it today. Oh boy, what can you do? What can you do, right? What can you do? Well, you can't do much. You just have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. You really do. But, uh... But I got a lot more to say on the show here. I'm going to take a quick little break. Like I said, I'm getting a little heated here on the show. I need another break. I need a water break here. And uh, we'll be right back. Uh, I got some more topics here. I want to get uh, get into uh, AOC. Oh, boy. She's blowing up topics like, uh, like never before. The bartender from Queens in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks, after these words. You don't want to miss it. The Kitchen Angle Show, an anchor podcast, a show of meaning, determination, motivation, anything to get through your crazy day life. Hey guys, back to the show, back to the show. I hope you're enjoying today's show. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the... uh, episode before this episode I said I had my good buddy uh, Ryan on the show it's always a pleasure to have Ryan on the show there's a lot of uh, political views and thoughts just like I do that's why I always invite him back to the show he's such a great asset to the show had a good phone call with uh, Ryan Uh, you want to hear that episode you can hear that episode anywhere you you listen to a podcast whether it's Google Podcasts uh, Apple uh, Spotify I mean Anywhere you listen, you listen to a podcast. Just you just Google or search uh, the Kitchen Angle, and uh, it, it'll pop right up on your internet browser. It's uh, also have a uh, Facebook page, uh, the Kitchen Angle, and then uh, I, my my new Twitter page uh, at the Kitchen Angle. So you know, just uh, just search for that. It's a great great uh, bit of information I share on the show. <clears throat> Excuse me take a little water break here uh but uh we're getting pretty close to wrapping it up here uh, soon here on the show um i do want to get into this new article here i see with uh, aoc uh <laughs> coming out of the uh, the national review uh yesterday uh some free advice for aoc oh boy <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't know if i want to i don't know if anybody wants to hear this but uh so Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, everybody knows, you know, the former bartender in her right, uh, right mind. She's a Democrat of New York. Uh, this, came, uh, this came yesterday, out of yesterday here on the, uh, the National Review. Uh, I guess uh, some people giving some free advice for AOC because she's getting a little, she's getting a little off... Uh, off her mindset 
I, I think the woman is crazy, to be honest with you. I don't. I, Everybody, everybody praising her to be such a great representative of uh, of that district there in New York, but uh, I don't think she's a good a good representative. I, I don't. I uh, I've never been a good you know a good fan of the Democrats. I I, I don't get them. I, I think they have very poisonous minds and their agendas are off. And I, I just I don't know. But uh, anybody cares to understand this article or this subject, I'll I'll read into it here. Because, like I said, uh, getting pretty, uh, pretty close of wrapping it up here on the show. Uh, but uh, according to the uh, the article here, Representative uh, Cortez is feeling a little blue. Oh, one sympathizes uh, in her first year in office. Cortez showed all the signs of someone making the the caller era of be uh of believing her own publicity uh she was arrogant vain petty and foolish and vindictive oh i can tell you she was vindictive i mean this woman is she's she's poisonous you know if uh if they come out with another batman movie and they need a a role of uh poison ivy this this woman would be uh an ideal uh, uh, role for it, so to speak. I mean, she she would fit that role very very well. But uh, uh, nothing of embarrassing and uh, arrogant uh, or ignorant, such as that matter. Uh, you remember we're in charge, and you're just shouting from the cheap seats. It's more important to be normally right than being pres- uh, precisely. Uh, 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 factually and sympathetically uh, correct. Her cocksure uh, intelligence on Middle Eastern uh, issues. That was her statement. Perhaps you would uh, have done a great deal better if you have taken a seat in the House at 29. I am not confident that I would have. Since then, she has suffered a one-two punch she arrived in Washington thinking she was going to be forced, or excuse me, thinking she was going to go be a force for radical change, but ran into a, uh, an object that is democratically uh, uh, impossible. Discovering that she was uh, an idealistically young Latina representing the Bronx and Queens and a party run by Nancy Pelosi and other rich old white people who like things the way they are. Politicians second... Uh, social lights first and then she learned that a great manner of non-white middle to lower income voters she believes to be her semi-private belief do not share her taste for socialism or radicalism on the Bernie Sanders model and through her support to Joe Biden instead oh <laughs> so this is this is a uh, this is coming from the National Review. Who, who wrote this? Oh, Kevin Williamson. Okay. So I guess Mr. Williamson is trying to give her some advice. So she ran with this socialism for a year, right? Uh, and she's realizing that it's not working here in America. <laughs> I don't have to be the person to tell you this, 
And I'm certainly, I, I know Donald Trump has said this many times in his speeches, that this country, folks, will never have socialism whatsoever. Uh, there'll be another civil war in this country if this, if that will, would ever happen. And I, I'm sure uh, uh, Miss uh, Cortez is understanding that. You will never have socialism, fascism, or any type of communism in this country. You won't. Because the American people, even even people that are Democrats, all right, that are that you know that that believe in democratic uh, agendas and stuff like that, they won't even stand for that, folks. It won't happen. Well, you know, you see a lot of stuff that happened in the last couple of months. You can you can under, understand. Ask me, hey Mike, you know, like it's it's happened a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we had a little bit of a taste of socialism in the last couple of months in this country. So what's been going on with this coronavirus, governors and, you know, uh, local state officials, you know, closing down states, and restaurants, and curfews in place. Yeah, we had a little taste of it. Don't get me wrong. But you won't have a full force of socialism. And I think that's what Miss Cortez is understanding. Because, you know, now she's, uh, you know, now she's, she's throwing her support to Joe Biden instead. You know, which is a smart move, a smart move. But like I said, I never, I never believed in uh, Cortez at all. I, I never believed in her agenda. I think she's a very immature young lady. You know, is she 29, 30 years old now or something? I don't know. But, uh, you know, she's, she should just go back to being what she, you know, what she's good at, you know, and that's a bartender, you know, from Queens and the Bronx. You know, she, uh. You know, and, 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 and quite frankly, what's funny is she's not from that area at all. You know, uh, she's from upstate New York, you know, and she talks about every time you, you ever hear her talking in her speeches sometimes. She's always talking like, oh, the people of Bronx and Queens and, and everything are, 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 you know, I believe in them. And, you know, I, I, how can you speak on their behalf? First of all, you didn't grow up in the area. You were you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth. Then you went off to college and you did this and you did that. Then you became a bartender. Why don't you go back to doing what you do is being a bartender and ma- making drinks for people? Because you you know how to do that. You don't know how to run a district. Don't don't tell people that you know what's best for that district of Queens and the Bronx. You, you don't know you don't know you don't know that. You don't know uh, Cortez, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Just go back to being a bartender. That's what you're good at. That's what you're good at. You know? Yeah, it's just... She's, uh... But then she feels that, oh, you've got to listen to this next part. I was very in my feelings big time, and I felt very discouraged, and I was just, like, heartbroken, she said. I have, like, a central crisis over it. Like, like, yeah, like, I'm like, uh, like a former bartender, and like, I think like, what's like best for uh, Queens and Bronx, and I believe in those districts, and like, the people, like, like, they don't know what they're like doing, and like, I want to be there, like, for them. <laughs> She's a millennial, right? She's a millennial, and that's how she talks. That's how she talks. 
everything is with the word like. Because that's how, uh, that's how millennials talk. Everything is with a like at the end of, of, of a sentence or, be, of, you know, in the beginning of a sentence or, you know, in the middle of a sentence. Everything is the word like. It has to have the word like in it. You know? Everything. And that's how she talks. This is your representative from that district of New York. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know? But with that being said, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I had a lot of heated topics today on the show. I get a little heated on this show here. I don't apologize for that. Hey, it's unscripted. It's raw material. It is. This show is uh, very unordinary. You know, I, uh, I get into a lot of different types of uh, topics. And uh, I welcome a lot of my listeners, too, on the show, too. If you have any thoughts or opinions on the show, you want me to try different approaches, hey, you even want to be uh, an aspect, uh, so to speak, on my show, uh, just leave me a message on my Facebook uh, page or, uh, you know, send me a tweet on my Twitter page. And uh, I'd love to have your uh, thoughts and opinions of uh, what we're facing today in the country or, you know, anything for that matter. You got a question you want to ask me or, you know, anything. Uh, feel free to leave me a message. With that being said, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, I'm going to get going here and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Take it easy, guys. just heard an episode of the kitchen angle show at anchor podcast